stuck in an apartment like the ones on your street. They began a story you must hear to believe. Matt and young Mason sit recording the pod. It's about distractions, including Cat Mont. Basketball, hockey, but never baseball. When it came to sports, these boys loved them all. And, uh, yeah, you got anything else? Nope, we're good. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, I think that was a good one. Yeah, that went well. No hockey on this one again. Man, fuck hockey. We should just have this be a basketball podcast. What? How about I just stop caring about basketball? What about that? Man, shut up. Basketball rules. No, no, that's it from now on. No more basketball. I wish basketball never existed. Existed. What? But they just announced the Christmas Day games. Aside from the Pelicans game, it looks like a pretty good schedule. I've got enough going on Christmas that I can go without basketball. I'll just spend some time with family instead. Ugh, family? Are you a fucking idiot? Haven't you considered the consequences of not watching basketball? Like what? Feeling okay about being a 5'10 white guy for once? I'm sure I'll manage. Whatever, man. I'll see you tomorrow around lunch. Gotta help mom with the turkey and everything. Sounds good. See you, man. With his mind made up and his Jordans on feet, Matt shoulders his jacket and takes his leave. Walking the street adorned with holiday decorations, he had a moment to ponder his past declarations. Who needs basketball anyway or the Christmas Day games? I'll enjoy Christmas with family around the fireplace flames. He entered his house, kicked off shoes in his sweater. It was time to head off to sleep, thinking tomorrow would be much better. Huh? What? What is that? Matt awakes to loud dribbles, the swish of a chain-link net. But the cat still sleeps soundly, so he shrugs and returns to bed. Get up, bitch. What the fuck? At the sound of the voice, Matt springs to his feet, squinting in the dark, not sure who he sees. It's 3 a.m. Time for practice. Gotta get your head in the game. Mama mentality. Wait. Kobe? It's so good to see you. I was so... Man, shut up. We don't have time for you to start crying like Jordan. I gotta get you ready to meet him. Matt sits down into bed, sleep still clouding his brain. Confusion set in. What was Mamba even saying? Meet him? What do you... I'm gonna keep it short and sweet, playboy. Tonight, you're gonna be visited by three spirits, got it? Three... Spirits, genius. Open your ears. It's crunch time. Get ready for them, and for God's sakes, put a shirt on. Oh, sorry. I don't understand, though. Why me? Oh, <laughs> oh you'll see. Mamba out. Kobe, wait! I love you! Yeah. I know you do. And with that, the black mambo was gone. Matt lay back into bed, mind racing with what had just gone on. Sleep paralysis, maybe a lucid dream. Why did it happen? What could it all mean? He lay his head on the pillow, started to drift back to sleep. When from out in the hallway, a goat enters the scene. Wake up, sissy. Michael, you're a ghost, but you're alive. Shut up, bitch. I'm just Mr. Jordan to you. I'm the ghost of basketball's past. Come with me. Got a lot to show you. They exit the bedroom and head for the door. Matt shocked, so nervous. What could be in store? And hey, don't walk so close. Not trying to have you step on my heels. These are the original Chicago Jordan 1s, you understand? Worth more than your car and your house. The goat opens the door and lights a cigar. The smoke clouding Matt's vision. He can't tell where they are. (coughs) Jesus Christ, do you really need to be smoking that? Buddy, I could smoke three of these in a row and still drop 40 on your bum-ass Raptors. Hey, come on. Oh, so you care now. News to me. What do you mean? Have a look for yourself. As the cigar smoke clears and the scene is uncovered, 
They stand inside Matt's childhood home, sat on the couch with his brother. What is this? That's me and May. Do you remember this day? No, it just seems like any other day from when we were kids. June 15th, 1998. The day after I got my sixth ring. And here you are, watching The Simpsons. Not even aware that such greatness was a mere two channels away. Of course I didn't. I, I was an eight-year-old white kid in Canada. Hardly even knew basketball existed. But you'd been wearing hockey gear since before you could walk. Well, yeah, but that was my parents. It was completely out of my hands. Fine, then. What about this? The scene suddenly changes. The room begins to twirl. It felt like forever. Matt thought he might hurl. When the room had reset, more than a decade had passed. Matt sat on the couch with baby brother and dad. It was 2014. Canadians host the Rangers. Of course it's what they'd watch. Practically a no-brainer. You see what I see? Ah, uh, come on, man. This is the game Kreider goes skate first in a price's knee. I don't want to see this again. I'm not talking about the bullshit on TV. Look there. Jordan points out his finger, and Matt looks where it goes. Mason sits on the end of the couch, alone on his phone. Matt takes a few steps, ghostly walks through a recliner. He looks at May's phone to see what's the matter. Wait a minute. Basketball highlights? I didn't even know he liked basketball back then. Of course you wouldn't. To you, it had always been hockey. The Pacers had just beaten the three-headed monster of the Miami Heat, but all you could do was watch as Montreal got creamed 7-2 in Game 1 of the Conference Finals. Hey, they beat him 7-4 in Game 5. Well, I'm about to put seven inches of this Jordan 4 up your ass if you don't follow me. Weren't you wearing ones earlier? You know, I take that personally. Come on. The scene starts swirling again. Matt clamps his eyes shut. He refused motion sickness, no ifs, ands, or buts. Once the room settled and he opened his eyes, he wasn't greeted with dread, more a nice surprise. Hey, this was tonight. I remember this. Why are you showing me this again? You weren't here for this part. Listen. In Mason's humble apartment, he tidies up from the pod, wrapping up cords with help from dear Maud. He scratches the cat and sits next to his sweetie, but his face looks so off as he stares at the TV. What's the matter? You haven't said a thing since Matt left. I don't know. I just think sometimes I'm too hard on Matt about hockey. It's all he wants to talk about, and I always shut him down. I gotta work on that. Oh well, I'm sure he doesn't take it to heart. Isn't that just kind of your bit? Is it that you hate hockey? Yeah, real funny bit. Uh, hey guys, what if I was a bastard on a public forum, you know? I don't know. Don't worry too much about it. What can you do, you know? I suppose so. Maybe instead of basketball on Christmas, we'll watch the World Juniors instead. I think he'd like that a lot. Wait, what? He'd watch hockey on Christmas. But our tradition is basketball. It's a lot of people's tradition, actually. But don't you see? It's not about what's on TV. It's about who you're watching it with. Damn. That was actually pretty sweet. I thought you were supposed to be some kind of asshole. Well, you ruined it. Goodbye, bitch. From behind his back, Jordan reveals a bouncy orange orb. The one which for some kids represents the whole world. He dribbles it twice, between the legs a few times. He shakes left and then right, feigns a throw in Matt's eyes. He flinches away like a little baby, squeezing his eyes tight, praying someone please save me. When he opens his eyes, he's back in his room by his bed. But there's a presence there somewhere, not just in his head. Over here, small fry. Matt spins around fast and is shocked by what he sees. In the corner is a woman, standing well over six feet. Who, who are you? Typical. Another NBA fan who doesn't support the W. And WNBA champion Brianna Stewart. Hmm. Drafted in 2016, made the all-rookie team, won my first title and finals MVP in 2018. Hmm. Went from tearing my Achilles in 2019 to winning my second title and finals MVP this past season. Uh, 
Wow. Couldn't have gotten an NBA star. Had to get a WNBA star. Sorry about that. Anyway, I'm the sparrow of basketball's present. You can come with me. Okay, but please, no more spinning. Matt braces himself and prepares for the spin. But when he opens his eyes, his feet start to lift. They float through the sky on a calm winter's night, feeling weightless, thinking things might be alright. Look there. Do you see that? What? Is that what I think it is? They float to the ground, landing courtside by a lonesome hoop. On the court stands a girl handling the ball. She knows what to do. Psst. She'll never dunk. Sorry about that. What is she doing out there? It has to be below freezing. She goes between the legs as he then drives. Matt begins to understand. For some, basketball's their entire life. She's hooping, plain and simple. When you're out on the court, any court, the world falls away and you're just playing. Here. They float through the sky, landing outside a bustling abode. Inside a family watches the game we all love to know. Look here, do you see what I see? They're watching WNBA ball. But they're not even saying anything, they're just sitting there. And, isn't it enough just to be spending time with one another, enjoying something together? Maybe this will make you understand. They're whisked away once again, this time flying high above the ocean. Matt looks toward the ground, sick from the motion. They come in for a landing on a fishing boat, where two men huddle next to a radio. Look at them. What are they doing? I, I don't understand. Did you see that? Even all the way out here, without screens, or the option of switching between games, basketball is still uniting people. Matt takes a moment to ponder, watching the men embrace, thinking of times while watching sports he'd done the same. He sees himself and his brother watching Raps Pacers play, jumping and hugging when Ibaka hit a three, icing the game. Maybe basketball isn't just a sport. Maybe basketball is much, much more. Suddenly, the scene fades to black. Miss Stewart, hey, what's happening? I changed my mind, I changed my mind. And when things lighten up, in his bed, Matt is back. Okay, great. Who's next? Well, basketball future. Oh, shit. Is it Giannis? Or Luca, maybe? Wrongo! Matt whirls around, not sure who's entered his lair. These men before him were no more than 5'10". They couldn't be ball players. Who are you guys? We're you and Mason from the future. What do you mean? You look completely different from us. No, no, no. We're you from a much different future. Come with us. The two men seize Matt by the shoulders and things again fade to black. Matt's not sure what he's seeing once his vision comes back. Wait, what is this? This is that house from before, isn't it? The WNBA house. It is, but look! Matt peers through the window and is shocked at the sight. What was once a house full of life seems to have curled up and died. Nothing on TV and no one in the room. Matt runs a hand through his hair, not sure what else to do. What happened to them? Without basketball... This family never would have met. The parents met while playing in a co-ed basketball tournament at the rec center. Without basketball, they never met. What? That doesn't even make sense. Co-ed basketball? What's the matter? Imagine yourself getting dunked on by Cam Beige and bricking 10 straight free throws? No, that's not it at all. I... Enough of your petty squabbles. Come. The scene shifts again, and Matt remembers this night. A party he'd enjoyed, but overall, was just alright. What are we back here for? I don't even really remember this party except this one drunk girl kept playing the weekend over and over and over again all night. Look, see yourself in a world without basketball. See yourself for what you would be without it. Wait, hang on. Are they watching football in there? Ugh. 
Can't we at least watch top ten misplays or something? No. You can only watch. The scene makes one final change, this one more shocking than any other. Matt has shown something drastic has happened to his brother. I don't get it. Is that Mason? It is a version of me, yes. One that has lived the life without basketball. What is he wearing? Are those boat shoes? And khakis? And a Hawaiian shirt? And not even a shred of irony. What is he thinking? Without basketball, he never learned to express himself through fashion. So he just continued dressing like a 15-year-old going to his first job interview for his entire life. I didn't... I, I didn't know. Do you realize the error of your ways? I do, I do. It's like I said, you can only watch. Matt finds himself alone in the future, feeling appalled. Maybe he underestimated the power of basketball. Wait, where are you guys going? You can't leave me here. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. <sighs> Matt awakes to a sound like a basketball bounce, but remembers quick, he's got two cats in the house. It was a dream. It was a dream. There's still time. He hops out of bed and slides into slippers. He pulls on a jersey, wishing he'd got ready quicker. He opens the curtains, the sun shines on his face. He throws open the window and to a neighbor exclaims, You there, young man! What day is it? Well, it's the 25th of December, mister. And who's playing today? Why, it's the Pelicans and Heat, sir. Then Golden State and Milwaukee. After that, it's... Uh... Okay, okay, I get I get it. Merry Christmas! Matt closes the window and pins back the blinds. He has so much to do, but such little time. He puts on his jacket and steps to the garage. He thought himself crazy. He's seen a mirage. But in the garage, from the door in the hall, the garage door opens and the sun shines on a new ball. He grabs a basketball and gets into the front seat. He's got a short trip. To a place he must be. He drives down the block and finds just a place. An old blacktop court where the kids always play. He gets out of the car, brand new ball in his hands. He smiles to himself, knowing his plan. The girl from his dream dribbles, drives, and steps back. She hits nothing but net before seeing Matt. Merry Christmas, Matt says before tossing her the fresh ball. It's a bounce pass that's off target, no athleticism at all. But the girl trots over, gives it a test bounce. They share a smile and a wave with no one around. Merry Christmas. Matt gets back in his car and drives over to Mason's, waving to strangers, enjoying smiling faces. Merry Christmas, Matt. Please let Mason know rent is still due during the holidays. Will do, my man, will do. Matt gets in the elevator and presses on seven. He feels such elation, his joy turned to eleven. He knocks on the door before he lets himself in. He can hear TSN on TV, guessing who might win. Oh, hey man, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, man, and happy ball-a-days. Ball-a-days? You're not saying. Come on, basketball on Christmas is a tradition. Wouldn't have it any other way. Matt and Mason take their seats on the couch. The sneaker squeaks and dribbles illuminate the house. Hey, do you believe in ghosts? Ghosts? Eh, not really. Not aliens either, though. Why? I don't know. What about, like, demons and stuff? Oh, yeah. Of course I know about demons. I've dated Latinas. Hmm. Well, I don't think this is like that. Matt tells the story of his dream, leaving out his motion sickness. He takes his time with the tale, not worried about quickness. He tells about Jordan, Stewie, and the future. If it makes any sense, honestly, he's not sure. That's the end of our tale, told our own special way. Merry Christmas to all, and happy ball of days. <laughs>